Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for coming back to my show. I really appreciate it. So to start out tonight, I want to give my thanks to so many of you for being kind enough to vote for me in the 2021 People's Choice Podcast Awards. I am thrilled to announce that I have become a finalist in the LGBTQ category of the 2021 Podcast Awards. Now, this is my fourth season in a row that I've made the finals. And make no mistake about it, my friends, it is you, the fans of the show, that always come through and vote me into the finals. I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to support this show. And I'm excited to see if my change of format by moving all the sexual stuff over to Joey After Dark pays off. Because maybe, just maybe, I have a slightly better chance of winning this year. But honestly, and this is really true, this is from my heart, the finalist trophy means the most to me because that is the one that you, my wonderful listeners, actually give to me. And because of you, I'm now needing to actually get a bigger display for the trophies in my office. And probably the best thing for you is that now you won't hear me asking you to vote for me in the podcast awards until next July 2022. I just found out about three hours ago that I had made the finals and Paco and I celebrated and I just had to come on and do an episode tonight because I needed to thank all of you. Thank you. Thank you again. So I have moved the part two of your personal trainer series that I've talked about the last couple of weeks. I pushed that off just a few weeks into the sweeps period that starts this coming week. Now, the first sweeps episode is an interview. The second will be that part two of the personal trainer series. And the third will be a different interview show. I'm going to try to put out a new episode every five days or so during Sweeps 2021, which will run the middle of August to the middle of September. But first, I have to continue getting Joey After Dark, both the podcast and the YouTube channel, set up with brand new episodes. Now, there is a new episode on the Joey After Dark podcast that is already out. Watch for a new video on the Joey After Dark YouTube channel in two days, as well as a short video on an Older Gay Guy Show YouTube channel by this coming weekend. Today is kind of a continuation of some of the more recent shows I've done. I'm talking about aging, getting older, having to adjust things in life, either because you can no longer do them or because it's something new that now has come about because of the aging process. And today, I want to talk about technology. The title of today's episode is Technologically Challenged. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. 
An Older Gay Guy Show is proud to be associated with AdamMail.com, your one-stop shopping site for all things sexual and erotic. And as a listener of this show, AdamMail.com is offering you a special deal. You can get 50% off almost any one item, and that includes free U.S. shipping right to your door. Go to AdamMail.com and use the discount code AOGGS, which stands for an older gay guy show, AOGGS at checkout to receive your special offer. AdamMail.com has got you covered. For full disclosure, an older gay guy show receives a percentage of your purchases. So thank you, my listeners, for supporting this show. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com. And now, my friends, without any further ado, let's talk about technology and its challenges. So I guess this is going to be kind of like an old man bitching about the world. <laughs> and I know so many people that actually live their lives like that on a regular basis, always complaining, never taking responsibility for their own actions or maybe lack thereof. Now, I'm a positive, upbeat guy, at least, I'd say, 90% of the time. I love life. I didn't feel like the pandemic was infringing upon my life to the point where I was against those protocols. It wasn't fun. We were all nervous. But it didn't alter my life so much that I felt completely restricted from doing things. Because most of my life, I've mentioned before, is indoors. Most of my life is actually at home. Prior to the pandemic, going back a couple of years, without even noticing it, I didn't leave my house for three weeks at one period. This is before COVID-19 was even discovered. So, overall, I'm good. But like everyone, I do have the need to periodically to bitch and complain like everyone else. So please afford me that for a few minutes. Thinking back to when I was in school, who could imagine that something would be invented that would allow us to access the entire world at any time, day or night? A personal computer. Not those huge things with the reel-to-reel -reel that stood in the computer room at school where we were never actually given access to, but we could look through the windows and see them in there because computers were offhand for people. They were for the administration and teachers. Well, actually, I guess the AV club, the audio-visual club could also. Yay for them. But now they're at our fingertips. We have ways to look up everything. It drives my husband Paco crazy when we might see an actor on a show and we wonder if we'd seen them on something else. 
Let's find out, I say as I ask Siri to tell me about the actor. It's just amazing. (laughs) And of course now we have social sites that allow us to correspond with friends and family and send them things we find funny or touching or reminds us of something that we did with them years ago. It has reestablished so many lost family members and high school friends. But, of course, like with anything, the internet has its downside. Now, I've certainly talked to many guys that have said, hey, you know what, if I was young or if I were to date a younger person and we went out on a date and they sat there and looked at their phone the entire time, that I would just end the date and kick them right out. Yeah, well, it is annoying, certainly, if you go into a place, maybe a coffee shop or something, and and you just see people sitting around a big table, and none of them are speaking to each other, none of them are engaged. They're all looking at their phones and scrolling and answering and checking email, and if the phone makes a single noise, they have to pick it up to see what that's all about. I know that that can be frustrating, and as older people... I know it's something that we probably personally won't choose to do, but we have to be careful remembering that the younger generations coming along after us tend to do things that are different than what we as older people would. When we were young, we did things that our parents would never have done. So maybe one of the things is we have to realize that time marches on that things change in the world. And young people being on their phones all the time is just the way that the world has changed. It's no different than how we glued ourselves to the TV when we got home from school, probably all the way until it was bedtime, or you know the other ways that we spent our time and the, the music that we listened to, the things that we did want to watch that our parents objected to. Every generation has things that they like or they dislike, and that's going to be generational. That's going to be different as the generations go along. So I know that people being glued to their phones is annoying as fuck, but, you know, that's just the way it is. And unfortunately, one of the dangers of the internet for older people is that there are just so many people online who are trying to fool you, trying to scam you, trying to catfish you and pretend to be someone else. And I know it's happened with my housemates where they will answer something or they will go to a site or open a piece of email that ends up messing up their device because of viruses or pop-ups or whatever. And I've even talked to one of my ex-clients that was falling for the meeting someone from another country over the internet, having them find you interesting and attractive, and you find them that way as well. And you correspond maybe for a few weeks. And then very suddenly, the other guy might say, oh yeah, you know, in my country, it's 
It's really hard because we have access to food, but the prices are just so beyond what people can afford that, you know, I I usually will just have soup or something for dinner. I can't even afford a sandwich. And then, of course, the nice, kind, older American guy that finds this younger guy attractive. Well, you know, well, maybe this once I could send you, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Do you think that would help? And of course it does. And of course they send it. And now the person's got some money from them, so they're not going to give up. Then slowly there's housing problems and problems trying to save for going to school. All different kinds of reasons why they need money. And unfortunately, again, it's generational, but the younger people know enough to pretty much watch out for these kinds of scams. They don't fall for stuff. But for us older guys, especially lonely guys, guys that maybe have not had a lot of luck with dating or with romantic relationships, usually the older gay guy who is single might have some money saved up. So they are easy targets for what goes on online. And it's one of the frustrating things of having online. You have to be very careful You have to be so careful with giving out your proper name, your birth date, your social security number, your email address. And most of you listening to this will say, well, of course I wouldn't be giving that information out to people. But the thing is, people fall for things that they think it's okay to give that information to. All banks now will say, we don't ever ask for your PIN number. We won't ever ask for your social security number and your birth date in documents. And they're doing that to try to protect the people that fall for these scams. So usually, certainly the 50-year-old and plus people, we tend to have big hearts and not a lot of critical thinking about how the internet works. And we must be very, very careful of that. New sites pop up all the time. My Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram have kept me busy. But Paco and I have been playing... (laughs) This this is so stupid. But Paco and I have been playing with the Disney filters on Snapchat. So now I I always said I was going to draw the line at Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. But... Now I need to get Snapchat because I need to do these Disney filters because they're just so adorable. And gosh, I look so cute as a young prince. And my newest obsession, which is kind of tied to my bathroom time because I used to read like magazine articles when I was in the bathroom. Now I have unfortunately discovered TikTok videos and all the hot younger guys that will be shirtless, built like a brick shit house, and they'll be doing some sort of dance for 45 seconds or so. And it's quick, it's easy, it's it's easy to flip on t- to the next one over and over. I can lose an hour of my time just laying on the bed going through these different reels off of TikTok videos. Honestly, God help me. I'm wading into deep waters here. So many sites. 
So far, I've been able to stay away from Twitch, although that might be a good place to have some shows. So we will see about that. Okay, so I can manage most of that stuff. But when there is an error or my screen freezes or I go to a site that has a scam pop-up and then because of the pop-up, my screen freezes everything and I have to force quit the application and sometimes reboot the computer, it gets frustrating. I'll look up something I need for my show and it will send me to a site where they tell you to just add whatever HTML text they suggest and where to put it in the long HTML scroll. I can't do it. Folks, I just cannot do it. I have hit the technology wall. I just end up not doing it. That happened in my quest to find a new home for my shows. There was all this HTML stuff that was needed. And although about, what, maybe 15 years ago or so, I took an HTML course and I still can't do it. And now I feel like if I do something with the HTML stuff, I'll end up screwing something up and I'll never be able to get it back working again. And it's not just computer stuff only. It takes me so long to set my microwave clock that I refuse to change it once daylight savings time ends. Same with my computerized car clock. It's a miracle that I get to my appointments on time. And please tell me, how can I have 200 TV channels, yet I have absolutely nothing to watch? I end up watching more YouTube on my TV than I even do regular TV shows. MeTV is my most frequent channel that I do watch if I'm going to watch TV. Reliving the good old days, that is definitely a getting older kind of thing. But even for those millennials that wish for reruns of 1990s TV shows, their nostalgia is because of getting older as well. So it's not just an only 50-year-old and beyond thing. I'm also getting to the point when I refuse to buy anything new until they come out in writing that they won't come out with something brand new in six months after I make that purchase. I'm almost ready to try out that new VHS recording tape system. I hear that they will never go out of style. Oh, I'm sorry, except that you can't buy a new VCR. All my VHS movies I ended up buying on new DVD format, and then only to have them have to have Blu-ray versions because I wanted the best. And now, is it going to be digital only in the future? I have Brokeback Mountain literally in every conceivable format, including a plan to buy future hologram versions. Because just the thought of watching Innes hold Jack Twist's shirt will be so cool if I can walk around that image 360 degrees and seeing all different sides of it. Although Paco will probably have to set up the hologram stuff for me, 
Unless, of course, the technology will be on his years by then. Oh, and here is a major problem that I have speaking of digital. And this this pisses me off to absolutely no end. I will never get over this. I will never give up bitching about this. You know how when you go on demand on your TV, whether that is through Apple TV, whether that's through Comcast, through uh, Xfinity, whatever the other carriers are, even iTunes, when you buy music or something like that, it will give you the option of, do you want to rent this movie for, say, $5.99? and you have 48 to 72 hours to watch it, or or you can buy the movie, quote-unquote, I'm using my fingers, buy the movie for $12.99. And so people, of course, will go, well, you know what? It's one of my favorite movies, and I don't have it on DVD, so it makes sense. I will buy it, and then I will have that movie forever that I can watch it anytime I want. Well, you know what they don't tell you? If you were to buy that from Xfinity On Demand and you now own that movie, when you move and if you decide that Xfinity is not who you want to continue with or maybe Xfinity is not available in that area if you are moving out into the boondock somewhere, What they don't tell you is you don't own that movie. You only have that movie accessible to you as long as you stay with that movie carrier. Once you choose to end working with that particular carrier, if you move on to a different one, you don't own that movie. The only chance you may have is if you watch it on your computer or something and you find a way to download it into your files so that it stays nice and safe. But other than that, you're kissing goodbye any of that stuff after you buy it. And honestly, I think there should be some sort of class action suit against these carriers that say buying the movie. Because buy means you have it. You bought it. It's yours. And now that they're talking about in the near future, everything becoming only digital, that there won't be hard copy DVDs or Blu-rays available, say in 10, 15 years, well, then you're really screwed. Because if you don't have that hard copy backup, what are you going to do? And of course, it also goes to, well, you can have those hard copies, the DVDs, the Blu-rays, but maybe 20 years from now, you won't be able to get a DVD machine or a Blu-ray machine. So you are going to be stuck with digital. And for people that don't have computers, you know, if you're of the age or the mindset where you don't have a computer, you can really be stuck with what's going to happen in the future. But uh, let me tell you, my friends, that buy word, buy this movie, buy this uh, record, buy this album. Oh, that pisses me off to no end. I've dug my heels in and refused, well, I'll say so far anyways, of buying an Apple Watch or use Apple Pay 
But maybe the biggest thing I've so far refused to do, and I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to give in to this, is self-checkout at stores. Yeah, right. Like, I'm ever going to do that. Well, I guess I will have to once there are no live checkout people anymore, much like an ATM, which perplexed me for a short time. Probably, eventually, I'll get in step with everyone else. I've tried it a few times over the years. It always screws up. It always tells me I have items in my bag that I haven't paid for, and I don't. Each time was so frustrating, I feel like I hit the wall a bit with the self-checkouts. Our car is completely computerized. I constantly look at my tires and say, do these look inflated enough? I've asked my husband. The car will tell us if one of them is not inflated enough, he replied. And I always give him a look like, are you sure? Because... We've had the car for a number of years and it's never told us it yet because computers are not infallible. I know more and more things are going to be computerized and I guess we better get used to it. Cars are so tied to computerization. Now it conveniently works out that you are better taking your car to a dealership rather than use the friendly, local, probably cheaper mechanic with his own shop. And that is a damn shame. I think more independent owners of mechanic shops need to upgrade and invest in the computers that read cars because they need to stay afloat. They're forced into a technological future. And I hope mechanics over the age of 50 will be able to upgrade and become the new mechanics, kind of roll with the flow here so that we can still support small businesses. Well, I want to do shows periodically addressing this topic of the world changing so much, so fast, that those of us 50 plus are sometimes left in the dust. But hey world, if you're going to force us to change, can I have a robot, please? And holograms? And hoverboards? Maybe like, I guess, built-in walkers like the elderly use on the hoverboard? Then I'd almost look forward to change. No, I really won't. My friends, don't miss Sweeps Period, which starts with the next episode that will be out towards the end of the week. I have a great interview show to start us out, so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you won't miss a thing. Meanwhile, I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you so much for joining me today. Again, a huge thank you to those of you who took the time to vote for me in the podcast awards. You did me proud. Thank you so much. I look forward to being in the finals and the live show when they announce the results will be on International Podcast Day, which is September 30th. So fingers crossed, but it doesn't matter because I'm really happy with my nomination trophy. 
Thank you, my friends, for that. Sweeps, period, starts. Bye for now.